All right, Facebook friends. And it is a great night. It rained a little today, but then the, the sun came up. Where are we heading today? Where are we heading today? The power of learning and teaching good values. What a way to end a chapter. The power of learning and teaching good values. We're going to hear a story about that. But before we do, like always, when I come to see you, I always like to anchor us in where we are. We're just finishing up a chapter in the book, Leaderships by John C. Maxwell, the number one leadership and management expert in the world. And hi, my name is Brave L. Dodd, and I'm coming to you from Jacksonville, Florida, and I am an influencer. And I want to share with you, we are in this chapter on not just training leaders, but training transformational leaders. And it talked about using good values. And we talked about small groups and round tables. And at the very end here, there's a two and a half page story, which I'm not going to read the whole story, but just a couple of paragraphs that really emphasize the power of these values and the power of a small group of people coming together working through these values and what it can do not only to a life but to a community but to a whole organization and then to whole militaries and whole armies it's an interesting story um and it kind of like everything we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks it kind of like puts it all together and see and you get to see how powerful this transformational process is and how it can change in your life specifically let me see as i go through this if you can see yourself if you can picture yourself then you can do this too you can make the change in your life you can be i was listening to uh, paul martinelli talking a powerful uh, chapter on i am and he talked about so many times, a lot of thought leaders and influence talk about, don't just think and want to be the change, be the change. And that's what this is all about, being that change. This story uh, was told by a friend of John Maxwell, Jerry Anderson. And he, was talk, uh, he was talking about a guy named uh, John Schrock. So Jerry Anderson tells the story of John Schrock who was an entrepreneur, entrepreneur who kept failing until he met Jerry. So John Schrock kept failing until he met Jerry. And one of the things Jerry took him through was um, positive, uh, to teach him positive values was reading the Proverbs out of the Bible. You know, and many times we talk about reading the Proverbs one per day. And, uh, and what happened, um, Jerry was able to help John Schrock transform his life and once he did that he became so compelled that he uh, wanted to teach these values so he started a non-profit organization called La Red to multiply his efforts so then in Colombia the prison of Colombia was having trouble and they they, uh, they paint the picture of how much trouble they were having and then they allow Lavred to come in. And we're going to look at how the 
prison was. We're going to learn what Lavred did in another little section. And then we're going to see how it affected the prisoners. Then we're going to learn a little bit about one of the positive principles that probably one of the most powerful one that we that we take for granted or don't think about or don't even try to exhibit in our lives. But if we were, it could transform our lives completely. And then we're going to end about how powerful these principles have been used throughout military and other governments. And then how many countries that uh, Lavred was able to transform by the power of those values. So like I said, uh, Jerry had founded this nonprofit and then he talked about um, that the Colombian government wanted him to come in there. And here is a picture of the how bad it was before Jerry came in with his nonprofit LaRue to teach good values. He said, this criminal environment bred corruption among the guards since they could not beat the inmates, they simply joined them. They served the wealthiest criminals and treated the other inmates like slaves. The prison system was brutal. On average, there was a murder every day within the 143 prisons. Now, that's the environment that he brings this LaRue, um, LaRue nonprofit organization in, and his function is going to be to transform that and they tried to transform it by other means uh, and they found that weapons couldn't do it they found that um, you know just trying to beat the prisoners couldn't do it but let's see what actually was able to do it let's pick it up where LaRue came in LaRue introduced character development and values into 143 prisons believing they could transform the culture of the prison by teaching the guards and other prison employees character-based values. They met regularly in small roundtable groups. Any employee who refused to participate in the weekly meeting lost his job. Isn't that powerful? A little bit of cancer, get that cancer out because we don't want it to affect the rest of the group. Uh, they tell a story about a baseball team and a rookie that came in and said, don't put them with someone who's negative. Put them in a group of positive people. Why? Because that's like cancer. It's cancerous. You got to get rid of it. So what are the values they taught? Those values I talked about before, I put them in the feed there for you. And they are attitude, commitment, competence, forgiveness, initiative, integrity, personal growth, priorities, response, uh, relationships, and work ethic. Those are the principles we're talking about. Now, when they instilled these and they started doing these roundtables, let's see how it affected the prisons in this paragraph. What happened next was remarkable. The guards started to allow one prisoner to become part of a roundtable group of guards. To participate, that inmate had to agree to leave in his cell block. The process began with 56 prisoners, and as these individuals were trained in values, their thinking changed. Aha, thinking changed. 
Their values changed. Their actions changed. They were transformed by the time they started their own groups and their cell blocks. As they led their groups, many of the inmates who were receiving training in the small roundtable groups started to change too. Over several years, the entire prison system and its 80,000 inmates were transformed. Many of the inmates expressed that if they had learned these values early in their life, they probably would not have ended up in prison. Powerful! What, what force couldn't change, good values change. I always say, because you think about it, when you think about the Bible, they say Jesus is love. Love can change everything. Love is a powerful force. And these values are emphasizing what you need to do to instill love in others. But listen to the most impactful value, the, the value that impacted the prisoners' lives the most. Which one do you think it is? Do you think it's confidence, initiative, do you think it's uh, attitude? Do you think it's uh, personal growth, work ethic, relationships? How about this? Forgiveness. Forgiveness was the one that had the greatest impact on the prisoners. What could forgiveness do in your life? Are you holding resentment against someone? Is this something deep down inside that... If someone hit that nerve, you all of a sudden tense up and your blood pressure goes up. Yes, there's some resentment there. And let me tell you, if you really want to advance in your personal growth, you have to deal with that. I know it's not easy, but you got to deal with it. It's not going to happen until you get rid of it. It doesn't mean that you have to go back and maintain a relationship with that person but you do have to or that thing or that problem but you do have to to seek out forgiveness because think about it ah we are spiritual beings and we're holding energy when we hold resentment we are sucking some of the energy out of ourselves whether consciously or subconsciously it's still there because the fact that you remember it and that you keep it there in your mind, you are your your brain is is creating neural waves and, and connections to keep that memory in place, and all of its all of its uh, effects on you that the, the blood pressure up, the tenseness, the uh, the heart palpitations. Listen what they say. The most impacting value that the inmates embraced was forgiveness. The ability to forgive others allowed them to break the cycle of revenge and free them from the chains of hatred and bitterness. Jerry said one inmate exclaimed that forgiving the person who had wrongfully put him in jail was the most freeing experience in his life. Can you imagine that? The prisoner was able to forgive the person who put him there. And he felt invigorated to get that off his chest. What do you have on your chest? 
that if you just if you just learned forgiveness and and just stepped out on faith i know it's not in the comfort zone but let's face it we're all out of the comfort zone now with this uh coronavirus our whole schedule has been upset so why not take that uncomfortableness that we have not being in the comfort zone now and play it forward and release that resentment that hatred that that thing inside that you're holding against someone because guess what nine out of ten times they've forgotten about it years ago and you you're holding it and it's affecting you but it's not even bothering them but it's bothering you in a big way so why not release that so that you can get your yourself back your whole self back then you'll have this full charge of energy you can move forward and really accomplish things so he said that man said that he had felt handcuffed he said the man said that before he had felt handcuffed to that person isn't that true it's just what i was talking about the person may not even know it but you're handcuffing yourself by holding the resentment yourself against them it's not affecting them but it definitely is affecting you. Do you like that feeling? Of course you don't. Can you change it? Yes, you can. Will it be easy? Maybe not. But the, it's worth the effort to get you back. And it's a healthy environment. Forgiving made him feel free. Perhaps most remarkable of all, the murder rate in the prison went from an average of one per day down to one per year. Wow. From one from one murder a day to one murder per year. What a tremendous difference. 80,000 prisoners transformed by positive values. Something you can't do by authority. But you can do through what? Through principles, good values that promote love. Love is the highest level of vibration. When we talk about vibrations, we're not going to get into the details here, but we're spiritual beings. We give off signals. And the highest signal that you can have, the highest vibration there is, is love. In its purest form, unconditional love. Un conditional love I'm letting that resonate for a minute that changes things but the only way you're going to get there is you're going to have to do the work and forgive whoever or whatever situation that's stuck in your mind once you forgive it then you have the ability to be all you can be Okay, the success Jerry had in prison was so dramatic that the Colombian military invited him to train the military troops in character development. The government of other countries contacted him too. It said Loretta's helped people in 44 nations. He's estimated to have changed more than a million people's lives. 
by training them in value-based principles, positive value-based principles. But did you see that? It started with just a few. It started with Jerry meeting with uh, it started with uh, Shurak, John Shurak, John Shurak, meeting with Jerry, just two. Why am I saying that? Because a lot of us are afraid to move and to transform our lives. But it only starts with one. Is there one person that you work with or one relationship at, at home that you can you can forgive or to build, to start, to, to study and learn and implement and apply these positive values? And then those that you apply the values with will be compelled to apply it with someone else. And before you know it, that ripple effect occurs. You're playing it forward. And all of a sudden, the environment, the people that you've been around, the people that you are around, change. And then they come back and you find them coming to you and just thanking you for having enough courage to talk to them. To, to to help them to understand well enough courage to, to tell them that you had held resentment against them or that uh, you you had this anger built up within in you but you now forgive them and that you're no longer going to harbor that and that you're giving it over um, to your higher being yes powerful powerful lesson um so that's going to end the chapter on going from training tra training leaders to training transformational leaders. But you got to do the work. That's what's important. Do the work. You know, I I um I had an idea yesterday, and I I acted on it this morning, and I'm surprised. You know, I always talk about the biggest gap in getting anything done is between knowing and doing. And so I put the first step for transformation in your life, as well as in mine, uh, was to, you know, think of 10 things that you're thankful for, and then write them down, and then post them in the comments. And don't you know, I, I've had very few people to take me up on the challenge. Isn't it interesting? It may be a little uncomfortable, but I'm telling you, that is the first step to building the confidence that you're looking for so that you can start stepping out and being the person you want to be. So then you can then live, live your passion. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to resubmit that note, asking you to uh, write 10 things that you're thankful for and put it in the put it in the comment section that lets me know that not only are you listening that you're really serious about changing your life in a positive way and really well i mean that's that's the first step to, not only to stronger relationships but, but for a more prosperous life and i know that none of us need any money but uh if you if you asked it or someone were to give it to you, 
I'm sure you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't uh, deny it. But the thing is, money is not bad. It's the love of it, because it's what you can do with it. You know, I I was uh, did an evaluation when I was looking for a job, and I remember when the guy was evaluating, the counselor was evaluating my, uh, well, the HR guy was evaluating what I had, uh, my results on a, on a, um, one of those tests or behavioral tests that I had taken. He said, yes, you want more money, but, but in a good sense, because you want to do more for more people. And that's a positive. If it was, you know, I just want money so I can say I have a lot of money and I want to just, uh, be selfish and uh, splurge on myself and buy cars and buy uh, houses and things of that nature. No. Because I could do so much. I could I could then be able to do this full time and talk to people uh, on stages and, and give my heart out to change their life, not mine. My life will be okay because the Lord is taking care of me and I'm in doing what he wants me to do. And as long as I know I do, I'm doing that, uh, he'll bless my life. So I don't worry about me. But why do I need the income so I can help you and more like you and others who are in worse situations? It takes money to, to impact many lives many times. So it's not bad uh, to to want money. As a matter of fact, when you look at the, the story in the Bible, the talents, and Jesus was upset for those who took what what he gave them, what he gave him or them, and they did not multiply it. They did not utilize it and impact other lives. It upset him when the guy just took it and hoarded it and put it in the ground. He said, for that, I'm going to take it from you and give it to someone who knows what to do with it to impact lives in a positive way. Didn't, want to, didn't mean to get so spiritual, but it's based on spiritual principles. But And that's why I say, this was a great chapter, not to just teach, train the leaders, but to train transformational leaders. And it only starts with two, as it did here with Jerry and John. Shrock. So you don't need a big group. But if you just reach out and touch one and you begin to share with one, trust me on this, it will multiply by itself. But if you share and pour your heart into one, they'll be compelled to pour it with others, to share with others. And then it will grow. It may be slow, it may be fast. Doesn't matter. But the fact that you're growing means you'll sleep better, you'll have less stress, and you'll know you're part of something larger than yourself, and that you're making a difference. And you'll never know how big a difference you made in other people's lives. And you may never know until maybe in another life. That's my lesson today. Uh, I didn't mean to get too heavy on you, but I was just thinking about this tremendous story about how values transformed a prison of 80,000 people 
the values themselves, starting by small round, tab round tables of gods, prison gods, coming together and working through those values. Isn't it, it well, I don't want to go there, but isn't it interesting they took the Bible which gave those values out of the, out of the schools and what kind of challenges are we faced with now in the school systems? And how are we trying to change that? We're not trying to change it by te training, teaching values. We're putting in metal detectors. What's wrong with this picture? Let me get off this now. Uh, if you feel this is valuable and that someone else could, could value from this lesson as well, share it with them. Uh, I've got lots more that I've got uh, going to uh, be sharing in the future. Um, the next chapter is just as great as this one. Listen to this line. It says, some wake up to an alarm. Some wake up to a calling. Living your passion. That's it for tonight. Have a great night. Take a look at those values I put in the feed there. And maybe uh, work through them yourself and let them work on you. When you work through them, they will work on you. And I know the change will be great. Thank you and have a good evening.